30. Right? What? This is 30? Yeah, this is our 30th episode. Yeah. Hey, look at us. Hello, Internet. Hi, Internet. We've been here for 30 episodes. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Outrage Factory, the 30-episode-old podcast where we look at the things that made you angry on the Internet this week. And to celebrate 30, we're doing a very special thing where we talk about stuff that annoyed us and did minimal research. Sorry, last week Isn't was that, kind of a one-off oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, so. Isn't that what we always do? Yeah. You've just described every episode. I, oh. I, was, I was trying to oh. oversell it for the that's, audience. That's the joke. Because they'll be like, wow, it's 30. I'm just going to listen to the same old shit that, for whatever reason, I've listened yeah, to 30 why? episodes. <laughs> oh, the 30th hour of listening to Derek and Dale run their there's, mouths. There's not enough podcasts out there for me to ignore this one. So... <laughs> There's actually, do you know how many podcasts there are out there? Uh, a lot. A lot. I keep going and adding more to my, uh, like, subscribing. I've subscribed mm-hmm. to, like, 200 podcasts now. And, like, who has time? How are you supposed to listen yeah. to that, man? I don't know. Like, I subscribe to maybe four podcasts, and it's been the same four for 10 years. Well, not 10 years, but at least six. It's like Joe Rogan, The Film Vault, Hardcore History, Mark Marin. That's, I can tell you're going higher than four already due to the lilt in your voice. And that's it. When you, oh, shit. And I don't even listen to Mark Maron that much because, like, Joe Rogan's are three hours each, so it takes me, like, two weeks yeah, to listen to each episode. Yeah, hardcore history like that, too? Yeah. And it's, like, the only time I listen to podcasts is in my car when I'm driving to work, which is only, like, a 20-minute drive, so. You know what we should really start doing? What? A podcast about podcasts. Dude, where we, where we like, talk, we do reviews of other podcasts. Well, uh, this podcast has this many downloads, and yeah, it's pretty good. I recommend, well, what would our rating system be? Thumbs? Stars? Microphones? Uh, Dicks? <laughs> Continuing our timeline yeah. tradition. Yeah, that, um, would, that, uh, would, that would be more on brand, I think, Mr. Marketing Connoisseur. What is this? Podcast review podcast. Oh, oh it God. might actually already be a thing. Well, That fuck. looks like Pat a little bit. Okay. How about this? We've already got 30. Our other good idea is taken, so let's just keep doing this one. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I think it's time we pivot. Yeah? <laughs> Do I still get to tell dick jokes? Yeah, all the time, ah, bro. Then, Maybe, then fuck. What if we just have, Pivot like, into whatever. The dick pod. <laughs> and we just make dick jokes the entire time. How Further alienate our female listeners. Yeah. Although How it's weird because I honestly believe the majority of our listeners are female, at least the most vocal ones. Really? Yeah. So like the ones who talk to me about it all the time. Either Dale makes a sexist joke about females being more vocal than males or we actually have more female listeners. I think it's the second one. Because you can say you can you can do the sexist thing. No, if you want. honestly, I'm, I'm not gonna complain. Honestly, it could be true. I think our voices are so sexy that when men listen to our podcast, they get awkward feelings like on the inside <laughs> when they're well, like, they're like, oh, shit, I've already spent how many years with my girlfriend and now I feel weird listening to Dale and Derek. Does that mean I've wasted my time because I'm actually attracted to men? Guess I'm gay for dudes voices. No, yeah. less. it's not even for their bodies. I well, just I guess, want these guys to whisper, whisper sweet nothings in my ear holes. Sweet nothings. Mm, we should do a podcast where we just do this. Where we just whisper. You know what? I guess that's good that um, 
we have 30 episodes then because then these guys who are like super into our voices and beating off can listen to those 30 in secret. Did it just get awkward? Did we now just take the joke too, let's, joke too let's, far? Let's walk it back to about two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's just officially put the line at before people are jerking off <laughs> listening to us. And we'll just go back to that and pretend that all the creepy... Well, can't pretend all the creepy stuff didn't happen because we have the previous 29 episodes yeah. of us talking. That's why we just need, I think, to, to do this right, to pivot properly, we need like a new topic and a new co-host. Uh, Wait, who's getting replaced? Me or you? Yeah, uh, this is awkward. So... Eh, that makes sense. I don't have to drive here. We had a good we had a good run, Dale. Mm-hmm. We should really also start figuring out a way to do this like remotely, so you don't have to drive here. And then yeah, but every time Skype. you do it over Skype, it sounds shitty. We just Skype you in. The yeah. technology exists. And if I didn't drive out here to do this, I probably just wouldn't leave my house ever. So as much of a pain in the ass as it is, it like gives me an excuse to not sit in my house and play video games. Because if we did this remotely, I'd be playing video games while we talked. And you, <laughs> like you wouldn't get this high caliber. Screaming curse of, words at 12-year-olds. Yeah, you wouldn't get this high caliber of uh, jerk-off talk. What's new, in, uh, what's new in video game land right now? Um, I, I just got this game called PUBG. And it's fucking impossible. And I die pup, all the time. PUBG? PUBG. So it stands for Player Unknown Battlegrounds. And it's this game where you jump out of a plane and you get nothing and you have to go pick up items out of like, let's like, uh, I don't know, there's like this island and it's full of little tiny ghost towns, which are only like five or so buildings. And you go there and you pick up items and then there's a circle around the island and it constricts. So it like kind of draws all the players to the middle. And if you're caught outside the sticker, you like are outside the circle, you slowly lose health. So basically what happens is Dale gets out of a parachute, he lands, he finds like a pistol, and then some guy who magically found a fucking machine gun just runs up and shoots me. <laughs> that seems kind of and frustrating. Then you have to start all over. I don't know that I'd enjoy that. Is it's, it it's a multiplayer game? Yeah. Oh, there's cool. so there's a hundred people playing. Oh shit. Like a hundred plus. I played one round where it was ninety-six. And one where it was 102. And you could drop in in squads, like of uh, squads of four. And then you're against other squads. And you can get in cars. And it's, uh, I think it's still in beta because it's not quite the finished version. But it's also, it's been out on PC for a couple years. And it was out on Xbox for like a month. And our friend Keenan has been playing it a lot. Because on the PC version, they made a mod, which was called DayZ. Which they turned the whole thing into a zombie. Survival oh, he was telling thing. me about that. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So that's the newest game that I've been playing. Baller. I might actually pick pick. Uh, pick you this should. Fill up. Then you can know the extreme frustration of just getting gunned down mercilessly by someone. That's with every. Weapons. I played Counter Strike for like three years. Oh my god! Never. I played Counter Strike twice, and I was like, "Well, I'll never get good enough for this <laughs> well, to be frustrating." I was like, "I never got good at it." Uh, it was always like, yeah, I'd, I'd like respawn yeah. and some like 11 year old would, uh, one shot, like headshot yeah. me and then 
like berate me and call me gay slurs. Uh, <laughs> which, le- which you should just come to our podcast to be called <laughs> yeah, gay slurs. Really? Like that's how. Like at least with like the game Destiny and Call of Duty, if I play for a couple weeks, I'll get good enough to be not the worst of the pack. I'll be like, I'll be like lower middle class, and that's satisfying enough. Because even though I'll never be good, I won't be the worst person there. But PUBG, I don't see that happening. I think no, I'm gonna okay. be, I think I'm gonna be the working poor in PUBG. In like a hundred, hundred play, yeah. Like, but the good thing statistically, is, statistically, yeah, you're gonna be at the lower end of the the yeah. spectrum there. So the good thing is, it was only twenty six bucks, I think, on Xbox. It's a digital download, so. It was cheap because new games are fucking eighty dollars now, which is ridiculous. It's a lot of money. For it is, but game. think okay. So if you break it, what I like to do, because I'm a huge knob, is when I'm looking at the cost of things, I break it up by like, okay, so like I'll pay twenty dollars to go watch a movie. Yeah. So I'm entertained for two hours. Yeah. So that's about ten bucks per hour. Mm-hmm. So if I'm buying a video game. Are you going to be entertained for more than eight, eight hours? Yeah, that's true. Ten, ten bucks an hour? Yeah, that's Bo- true. Books, same thing? Books are... Books are... Oh, books for she, me? She, Easily like the best money because it takes me months <laughs> to read a book. I'll like... But that's because like... Yeah, but oh, it takes you months because you're not sitting there reading oh, for yeah, like multiple hours. Who has the time for that? Like if I had an extra like five hours a day to read... I would probably do something less good for my brain than read. Like play video games and watch TV at the same time. Yeah, you already do that. Yeah, and that's what I do. And then I'm probably giving myself some sort of weird brain cancer, which I'll find out in 20 years, but it'll be worth it. Oh, and also I was going to say for movies, part of the draw of movies is you leave your house and you get to pretend you did something that day. Yeah, not always. For me, I don't know if everybody has this, but I have this weird shame. It's probably from when I was a child and my parents would be like, go go outside. You don't want to be inside and do nothing. So now I have this like, even if I don't do anything productive or anything, if I leave my house and go somewhere, I don't have this weird sense of shame like I didn't do anything. So like if I sit around in my pajamas until six at night and then I go to a movie I watch the movie, I eat popcorn, and then I drive home. So basically, I didn't do anything. All I did different was get in my car for 10 minutes to go to To go from, look at a really big screen. I don't have that guilt <laughs> because I'm like, well, I left the house. I did something. I did, it's not even guilt for me. It's like if I spend... So my uh, my shitty kid is sick again. Yeah. Like fucking always. And oh, P.S. People who uh, are expecting kids, prepare to be sick all the time. Yeah. It's fucking all... Especially once you put your kid around... Other people's yeah. disease shitty kids. Like, I'm not a parent, but I'm friends with Derek, and he whines about it a lot. Dude, they're so they they are get sick all constantly. The time. Like, I think 99% of my, my sick days from my job last year were used on behalf of my child. Not because yeah. not I was sick, but because I was caring for this shitty little diseased. Anyway, he was sick like three days this week. And yeah, for three days, uh, I didn't, I didn't even step outside because I used to smoke. Right. So that, that was my outside time. Like I would like go outside and smoke cigarettes and like, yeah, on the, the third day I was like, I was like, Oh, 
wonder what the weather's been like the past few <laughs> days. Like, I just had no idea at all. Well, the good thing about living a lifestyle like that is it's winter in Vancouver, so it's raining every day. And apparently if you go outside and you get rained on, you have to nonstop complain about how it's raining. Yeah. So also, you not going outside and not complaining about it being rainy is good for me. Also, my, my favorite thing about Vancouver winters, how people are like, oh, it's... It's a different kind of cold. It's a wet cold. It just it just gets inside you. It's like, yeah. no, that's a stupid fucking thing that weak Vancouverites tell yeah. each other to justify the facts that they're like, oh, I'm freezing and it's three degrees Celsius. Yeah, and it it's it might be a different cold. I'm not I'm not even gonna not deny that it's a different cold, but you're still being a wiener. I went for Christmas. I went to Edmonton. I don't know if I've complained about this enough yet. I'm not sure that you have, but please. It was minus 30. And we used to live where it gets cold. We lived in Edmonton for one winter. And I'm like waiting for my ride to pick me up at the airport. And I'm like, wow, I used to live in Edmonton. I'm not a pussy. I I could take it. (laughs) So I'm like, I'll just go wait outside. I walk outside and I was like, holy (laughs) fuck no. And I walked right back inside because like... I don't know how wet of a cold has to be to be worse than minus 30. No, but it doesn't. Vancouver doesn't get wet enough or cold enough to compare to that shit. Even, yeah, like here I complain about uh, about how cold it gets and I'm embarrassed for myself. Whereas mm-hmm. like in Edmonton, when we live there, yeah. there would be times, because we also didn't own a car. Yeah. So we'd be like waiting at a bus stop and I honestly thought I was going to die on a number of occasions. I was like playing my my life before yeah. my eyes and just like I was, I writing my will out. Because you're like, if I step into traffic, <laughs> it'll probably be warm in the ambulance. So getting hit by a car would be better than waiting in this cold. Yeah. Uh, Edmonton is the very uh, definition of a shithole city. Uh, and on that note, oh hey, let's talk about this Trump thing. Let, let's talk about Trump uh, and his latest dumb comments. This is something that I know Dale and I are going to disagree on. Oh, we already, I think we already made arguments on the internet. But uh, so Donald Trump uh, this past week was uh, caught making comments off off the record. I think yeah, it was behind closed doors in a meeting where salty language had taken place by both parties. So. I'm gonna. I just want to give a disclaimer before it appears that I defend Trump. I don't like the guy. I didn't even like him before he was president. But I have this thing where if I don't like somebody, I can't just blanket hate every statement they make. So I agree with this statement because I do believe that these countries are shitholes. Now, the countries in question is Haiti and some. El, El Salvador was one. And some countries in the African Union. Now, I don't want people to think I'm railing on Haiti or countries in the African Union, but any third world country to me is a shithole. And that's how they have a third world country rating because they don't have like social programs the same as first world countries, the economic disparities way greater, they have diseases and shit or. They have, like, even Australia, some places of Australia is a shithole, and that's just because they have the most poisonous spiders, most poisonous snakes, and... That's Australia. Kangaroos that will box you. Yeah. yeah. I said part of Australia. So what happened from my, what I believe is, they're talking about DACA, which 
I don't know. It's something to do with children being able to stay in the States. Dreamers, yeah. So Dreamers, something, so, children, something. So immigrant or illegal immigrants who bring their children... Or have them, or here. have children in the United States, even Which, while they're illegal. The kids mm-hmm. are granted. Yeah, because if you're born in a country, you're automatically a citizen of that. And the slang term for this, I don't even know if we're allowed to say this online. I don't know if this is a bad thing. Like anchor baby, is that bad to say? Are you? Are you? If you have to ask, I mean. Well, I don't probably. think it's bad. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff that I don't think is bad that you're people. Really, yeah. People just tell me, they're like, Dale, you can't say shit like that. And I'm like, I'm that fucking old guy. I'm the racist grandpa. But the this unintentional racist grandpa. You're yeah, just it's like, like, oh, my days, it was okay to yeah, say throw anchor. Tar, tar baby. Or well, I wouldn't say that. But the term anchor baby, I guess, is a disparaging comment because it implies intent of an illegal immigrant to come across the border when they're pregnant, have the baby here. And then if they get deported, the baby is still an American citizen. So there's some like weird wiggle room loophole where since the baby can't get deported because it's a citizen, then the mom has to stay to take care of it. And it's kind of like a foothold for illegal immigrants to stay in the States. Yeah, I mean, I'm not cynical enough to think that people intentionally go through the effort like run away to a country and then be like, okay, we're going to have a kid solely so that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a half joke. I mean, maybe we don't get it because we're Canadians and we just have an open door policy where it's like, you apparently wanna, we don't anymore. Cause after, uh, you want to come here? Our winters are cold as fuck. So give it after, uh, after Trump made these comments, which, uh, they, they weren't actually about the dreamers. They were about the temporary protective status that they had given to, uh, Haitians in the oh, okay. wake of like, all the awful shit that's been happening in Haiti. Like, oh, wait, just like, wait, wait, wait. How could awful shit be happening in a country that's not a shit? It's fucking, it's like nine straight years of natural disasters. Yeah, I like know. major natural disasters just pummeling yeah. them. And my thing about calling a country a shithole, it's not a slight on the people there. Like, it's not saying, oh, the country's only terrible because nobody's doing any work or pulling their weight. The country's not just a shithole, maybe by nobody's fault. Like, Haiti. Or just gets ravaged by like tsunamis and hurricanes and earthquakes like year after year until all the good shit is in rubble and now it's just fucking there's broken pipes everywhere, all the buildings are crumbled and fucking broken pipes. Fucking uh, broken pipes. But yeah, the interesting thing was that after Trump made his comments about revoking uh temporary protective status from Haiti, yeah, Trudeau was like, Don't come here. Like <laughs> Yeah. Cause the last time Trump pulled this shit. We had, like, all these, I think it was Nigerians or something, hiking across the border in, like, upstate New York. Like, wasn't it in the Syria? No. No, it ended was up. It, it wasn't the Syrian refugee It wasn't thing? Syrians. No, it was uh, someone else who had temporary protective status. And oh, they've okay. seen, like, this constant influx. Uh, and Canada just doesn't know how to process them. Yeah, plus Trudeau being, like, a naive dreamer is like, yeah, sure, come here. We have room for everybody. And then they get all get here and he's like, oh, wait. We have to spend money taking care of these people. Yeah. Oh, we don't have enough money for everybody. Oh. I mean, I'm sure he doesn't mind if it's processed through the proper channels. But, yeah, yeah, it was was just interesting to me that that Trudeau, of all fucking people, was like... Yeah, like... Had to make a state, like... I kind of like it because now he's not just trying to placate his left-wing audience of, like, 
28 to 34 year olds would be like, no, that's cool. I'm hip. I have ideals too. <laughs> we'll take everyone in. Come here. Yeah, just come yeah. here. Ah, hey, we'll, Haitians. We'll, we'll have a Haitian party in my backyard. Uh, so we'll figure it out. Let's get a so barbecue going. Okay. So anyways, going um, back to Trump Thursday, Oval Office meeting with lawmakers about uh, revoking temporary protective status. Trump asked, why do we want all these people from shithole countries coming here? Okay. Uh, I read an article. I read an article that had a little bit more room because what was going to happen was the this group wanted to take away half of the lottery, immigration lottery from the way it exists and give it to Haiti and these countries from America, African Union. So what would happen was they're not just letting more immigrants from these countries. They're taking away the possibility of immigrants from other countries. And then Trump said... Well, why would we want more people from these shithole countries? Which, to me, besides being fucking hilarious, thinking of the president saying that, but the article also says that it was part of a like a heated argument that involves salty language on both sides. So why don't we get to hear the salty language the other guy said? Like, here's the thing: I never heard this part. Uh, it could be even more hilarious stuff being said. De- December. Well, here you go. Yeah. Uh, New York Times reported Trump said during a meeting in June that people coming from Haiti all have AIDS, that recent Nigerian immigrants would never go back to their huts in Africa, and that Afghanistan is a terrorist haven. All right, you win. Okay. I didn't know about that stuff. the president of the United States, man. That stuff. (laughs) That's. That's fucking terrible. You can't say everybody has AIDS because they don't. Statistically, that's an impossibility. I mean, if it were true, fine, say it. I mean... Like, the numbers could be a bit higher than, like, Americans, but you can't just say, you can't just generalize shit like that. No. So, you can't say, okay, here's my thing. When you're president of the United States, you can't say the shithole country stuff. Okay, so United States of America has yeah. long been this, like, shining beacon of opportunity to the rest of the world. Like, it was always, yeah. like, and, and that's why. Like, they have they have grown, they have, uh, they have innovated, they have, like... Um, it's it's been on the backs of all these people from yeah. lesser countries coming, trying to make a go of it. Yeah, coming yeah. to the United States, uh, you know, and giving it their best fucking shot. It, yeah, like the pilgrims, they're like, okay, they're way too fucking crazy and loose with their morals in Europe. Come here, and then with other people, be like, okay, your countries are way too uptight. Come here. Yeah. So it's basically the U.S. has been promising. Like you, yeah, you want you want freedom, or you want to like escape. Poverty, or yeah. you want like the opportunity to own a business or to make a better yeah. life for your kids. Yes, come to the United States. And with this one statement, Trump was basically like, "Not nah, fuck all of that. We're done. Go back yeah. to your shithole country." Like it was sp- like the states was built on, like you say, like being this refuge for everybody. Like that whole quote that everybody likes to say that's on the. the Fucking Statue of Liberty, give me your hungry, your weaker, your poor, whatever. Your your huddled, your yearning huddled, masses, hu- huddled masses. Yeah. So that has been like that's that was always like America it was like the melting pot. You'd come there and you'd just become part of the like productive machine, and you'd like be able to get this American dream. Yeah, pursue the American dream, man. But then the American dream turned out to be false, and I don't think anyone's actually acknowledging that. I think are it's, they? I think in pop culture, it's been acknowledged since the 90s that you can't just go work for 40 years and you'll be able to retire comfortably. It's pretty depressing. Like, 
especially in Canada. Are where, you telling me that's not? No, that's not how it works. That's not how in it works In Canada, they, there's no money in the pension fund because they fucking spent it. Uh, Dale, I have, I'll have you know that I have $10,000 in my RRSP. So when I want to retire, I'll be able to live comfortably for two months. Okay, that's not how it works. So Two I, months. No, because the way RSPs work is you get all this money into it and then you can use this like little calculator thing on the internet that does math and it tells you how much your RRSP will give you per month to live. Yeah. So $10,000 would be. Yeah. So I did this because I, like a year ago, I started an RSP matching thing with my company and it turned out that if I worked for 30 years, putting the amount of money I put in there, I would get maybe a thousand dollars a month to live off of, which I guess if I'm old and I'm eating cat food is enough, but I'm not going to have like for me when I retire, I basically don't want to do any work and I want to do all the shit I didn't get a chance to. Well, not all the shit, because obviously my body's going to be decrepit and I won't be able to skydive or drive race cars or anything. Actually, if I retire, mm. I'll probably have the exact same life where I just play video games yeah. and complain about Only stuff. Only this will be like 50 years down the road, so you'll play all the video games through a uh, virtual reality headset. It'll be like Lawnmower Man and some shit. Okay, I'm back to being excited about <laughs> retirement. <laughs> yeah, retirement. You talked me into it. That sounds awesome. I can do awesome. virtual boat rides and virtual car oh, racing. Oh, you know what the best part about virtual internet and computer games is? I can virtually complain about everything and people can see whatever face I pick. Um, I'll like, people will go into this VR place and I can make an avatar that has a handlebar mustache and a purple mohawk. Because that's always my go-to on customization characters. See, now that begs the question, why don't you just grow a handlebar mustache? I can't grow a handlebar mustache because of my... Lovely fair hair, your, your Dutch, my Dutch heritage, super blonde and unhairy body does not grow facial hair very much. Like this right now is two weeks and it looks like a five o'clock shadow. Have we ever finished a coherent thought on this podcast in 30 episodes? I'm wondering. Uh, probably not. <laughs> Although I do want to say, I like maybe it'll just be a game. Like, you know how in, um, Choose your own adventure books. You'd be like, how the fuck did I get here? And you'd try to trace back your steps yeah. so you could change it. This is what this podcast is like. Okay, they started talking about Trump, and then they ended up talking about purple hair. and <laughs> Dutch people's facial hair? Yeah. How did we get Where? here? And then they're like, okay, I'll just <laughs> rewind in 10-second increments and see if I could trace back on the timeline. They put, like, the pictures and the strings, <laughs> like the true oh, detective yeah. type shit. The best part about those is, like, you're putting all these pictures up with thumbtacks, and then you have to get red yarn. Yeah. Like, red yarn's not at any store. Like, if you're just going to use, like, you can any... Go, you can go to... You have to go to, like, a yarn store. Yeah, like a sewing... Like, fabric land. But if you just did it with, like, nondescript, like, wrapping paper uh, twine, you could just go to Staples. They don't have red twine at Staples. You Yeah, but, well, like, why not just hit up a fabric land well, if you my, want to do it right? The whole point of this thought The is, twine wouldn't look as dramatic. It's funny to think of... Like some crazy conspiracy guy just being all crazy and doing this on his wall and then going to like fucking fabric <laughs> land and being like, hey, could I get some uh, red yarn? Yeah, but oh, yeah. Twine, what are you knitting? Nothing. The twine I'm knitting the truth. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> 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 
do we have anything else to add on this Trump thing? Can we take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Uh, anyway, yeah, Trump. Uh, like, I I don't get the people who are who are cheering this and being like, yeah, Trump was right. They're shithole countries, and we're better than that. Uh, okay, I have to throw in that I do think they're shithole countries. What? Whatever. Not by the problem of the people, and I get what you're saying. Like, the president shouldn't be saying that, but I think it's mo- mostly just like. Of all the shit Trump does and how much people freak out about it, you're like, you hear this and you're like, well, that's not bad compared to Trumpness. Yeah. But for the president to say it, yeah, it's kind of bad. But for Trump to say it, it's kind of like, it could have been so much worse. Well, and then you hear it was worse. Th- that's the thing. Yeah, that you hear those AIDS comments. Yeah. Like, that, that's the thing about Trump is like, are we comparing his remarks to like things we expect for Donald Trump. Like is is Donald Trump the benchmark or is the president of the United States the benchmark? Yeah. Like if you compare anything Trump's ever said to say Obama, even like George W. Oh, I know who who was before Trump was the dumb, bad president that nobody could believe had a second term. And you're like, Oh my God, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't know what he's doing. Sounds like a fucking Cheney's running everything. Compared. And now you look back and you're like, those were the salad days. <laughs> it was amazing back, back then. Bring back Bush. Yeah. Uh, my other thing is that, yeah, okay, like El Salvador and Haiti, um, you, you know, they, they have problems. Yeah. I'm going to say the United States, you know, there's a lot of like really fucking poverty stricken communities. There's the opioid yeah. crisis. There's like natural disasters all the time. There's no, no empire uh, lasts forever. No yeah. country is strong forever. Um, and at some point, like, yeah, the United States is probably going to fall on hard times. And how much is uh, this shit going to come back to haunt them? Probably a lot. Yeah, like, you don't want to burn a bridge because you might have to backtrack across it. And America is burning a lot of bridges, and we're they're not going to get any very many handouts in the future. Yeah. Uh, coming back, we will discuss one such uh, hypothetical situation where they might require a handout uh, after these non-existent messages. And we're back. <laughs> it's good you had the first yeah. time to rehearse it. Yeah. So if, if you don't know what happened was I just <laughs> fucked up that lead in by going too early. Sounds a lot like my life. It's blowing you up a little early there, bud. Hey, so uh, I guess what happened in the first half hour was I went for a jog this morning and I figured that I might be tired, so I didn't want to be lackadaisical on the podcast, so I slammed a whole bunch of Red Bull, and as you could tell, when I slam a bunch of Red Bull, not only am I entertaining to listen to, but I also kind of get ADD when I'm talking about topics. Yeah, that's only when you drink Red Bull. This has never happened in the history of this podcast before. (laughs) When I don't drink Red Bull, I do it a lot slower, so it's easier to follow. Two. I guess you could say. I I still jump from topic to topic. Yeah, but your transitions are... Yeah, a little more, or I guess a little less fucking jarring. And speaking of jarring... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hawaiians got quite a rude, rude awakening this morning. Do you want to 
Okay, I, I want to just digress a little bit uh, yeah, for, for my sure. annoyance. Do, do, do whatever. I mean, I don't want to... Do whatever. I don't want to stomp on your bit, but... Do, do whatever. Okay, I went to Hawaii once. <gasps> Guys, ladies. Did you I've know that Dale has traveled to Hawaii? I went to Maui, and in typical fashion of me, I went there, and my whole vacation was almost ruined by the way they say Hawaii there. They don't just say Hawaii, because it's like, you're like, ah, it's fucking beach it's tropical it could just relax in the sunshine no they say hawaii <laughs> and they say like this weird like they don't just say hawaii like you think they would because they're all like lackadaisical because you're in the sun they're like hawaii and it's like this fucking like hard weird consonant that only comes from other languages is that, that well that, is that like the polynesian pronunciation well, it's, it's or obviously the proper way, yeah, that's yeah the proper way to say it but it's, I personally don't like it, so the world should bend to what I like. Yeah, I'm going to go there and pronounce the hell. We are going back there in uh, September? Well, I'm not going October? To. Are you not invited I to? I don't think I'm invited. invited There's another wedding. wedding that I'm not invited to, but whatever. Why aren't you? you got to be invited to the wedding. I don't think I'm invited. Are you not invited to the wedding? Is this awkward? Nobody knows what we're talking about. No. It's uh, a mutual friend of ours is having a wedding. Apparently, Dale's not invited. Yeah, well, the reason you guys are going is because her and uh, Courtney. Courtney. Courtney have been friends yeah. for years and years. And I was friends with her for like one or two while she lived here. That's a good point. So, I'd I mean, rather, do you, do you want to go? You can take my place only if you want. a certain amount. Of, well, I, I want to go to Hawaii. 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 Uh, of course, I want to go there. I want to go to Hawaii dude, at all. you have to go. Nah, dude. It's I, the greatest place on earth. The only thing... Uh, the, uh, to me, Hawaii is like expensive Mexico. It's this, like this is what it's like. Okay, you've been to Mexico. It's like going to Mexico, but bringing the best parts of uh, our society with you because you still have like Safeways and fucking In and Out burgers, and so you're like, you wait, go do to they Hawaii. have In and Out burger in? Well, I Hawaii? don't know. I'm. They probably see don't. now. I gotta Google it. But they still have. They still have American quality fast food which is one thing that america can't be touched on is their fast food i am going to be so disappointed if uh but the thing that's great is it's a tropical paradise but it still has all the stores you've come to love like you could just go buy alcohol at safeway and you can also leave your resort without seeing people holding machine guns and being all weirded yeah, out see, i don't know to me that's part of the charm <laughs> like <laughs> i like you know, you want to get immersed in in the real culture. That's true, uh, and that's yeah. That if that's uh, armed robbery or kidnapping, then then so be it. It is a lot more expensive than Mexico. Well, that's a, so yeah, along with those those trappings of of Western civilization that we've come to exist comes like yeah. There's a fucking like a lofty price tag. Yeah, uh, attached to that. But the reason where I'm like, you know, other places have have beaches and like pristine ocean like you could go to but do they have fucking Southeast volcanoes Asia and, and get, sea yeah. turtle birthings Pro- you can go prob- watch probably okay i'm no sea turtle do you want to hear how much i shit the bed i went to mexico and i was there for a week and there's sea turtle birthings every morning i thought you were gonna like this was gonna turn into a literally shit the bed story i haven't literally shit the bed before <laughs> Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> Knock on something. <laughs> and, uh, like, you know how much I love animals and pictures? There was, like... <laughs> I do. You are a big yeah. fan of both of them. There was, things. like, sea turtle birthings. And I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. I can't wait to do that. And they're like, yeah, it's at 4.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, man, I'm totally not doing that once. 
Every Did you day, not go at no, all? Every day I was like, I should totally go. And then I go to bed at like midnight because I was still drinking heavily back then. Oh, yeah. Well, then that's. And I was single, so I was wasting my time trying to flirt also with that. women. And it never goes anywhere. So I go to bed at like 12 to 2 in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not getting up and hung over taking pictures of sea turtles. It's magical, man. And Bond with the sea turtle. That's a regret of mine. Is it? Yeah, I should have taken pictures of the turtles. See? This is, just goes back to uh, some point about how alcohol is bad Booning for you. my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, not in the more because I don't really drink it. The only thing I care about seeing in Hawaii yeah. is uh, lost filming locations. Mm. That's it. That's all I, I also that's didn't all I go that bit. I went to the wrong island. The problem with Hawaii is Wait, yeah, there's I all these things out. you can do, but... Like, all the lost filmings and stuff, I think, are on the main island, and they weren't in Maui. But you know what you should definitely do? What has Derek written all over it is go to a luau. No, they do, I'm not. Dude, they do a pig roast. How like, the fuck They bury the have... pig. It's like a buffet. Okay, you just put up with the fire dancing and hula dancing to get the pig roast buffet. Why are there so many different islands? Because it's... It's not that one. An, uh, it's just... Is that's, it a state? What is it? That's Honolulu. It is a state, yes. It's a state made up of, like, what, six islands? A bunch? So we're not going to this one. We're going here. You're going to Maui? Maui's the best one. Is that where they film Lost? No. Fuck beans, man. Come on. But the world's second largest banyan tree is in Maui. Banyan tree? Banyan, I think? Oh, wait. I don't no, know if I that's right. I think that's right. St- Steve Banyan? Yeah. No, but it's you should go care. look at it. It's a tree. It's in Lahaina. I don't care about any of this. Lahaina. Why do I care about a fucking tree? Unless it was used in the filming of the greatest okay, TV show of all time. Okay, because it's the second biggest banyan tree. It is actually quite remarkable. It takes up a whole city block. Because the way banyan trees grow is they have the main trunk, and then the branches grow out, and then they go back down to the ground, and then they grow out further, and then like they just do like... And then they support themselves. So it's like... A branch will be 10 feet off the ground and I'll shoot out for like 200 feet because it has all these supports that go down. You know what else does that? What? You know what else can be as big as a city block? What? A smoke monster from Lost, the greatest TV show of all time, which I would much rather see than some shitty tree. Uh... We haven't even talked about the fucking Hawaii. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved how it was like, oh, yeah, hey, we, should, we totally shouldn't jump around subjects. Does this count? Because we're still talking about We are talking. You know, this This is now a podcast about Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. Maybe, maybe we just give a little flavor background of Hawaii so people are more emotionally attached to what actually happened. Great culture, large banyan trees, expensive Mexico, filmed loss there. Got a uh, incoming ballistic missile alert uh, yeah, across to- the entire country. It's not a country. What a state. Fuck a state, whatever. Across the islands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone, which I didn't even know this was a thing. Being up here in Canada, we don't get like the... I think I've seen one Amber Alert on my phone. Yeah, because like, nobody's ever gonna shoot a fucking missile at Vancouver. Not even the missile thing, but the, like everyone got like uh, a push notification, which is something I love. Like if we ever, if nuclear war ever breaks out and there is a missile headed your way, yeah, the last thing you will see before you die is your fucking phone. 
telling you. <laughs> just be like, here's the notification. Uh, yeah. You're it's, dead. Uh, <laughs> prepare to get your sphincter punched. Yeah, in. like There's a missile on the way. So uh, what it actually says is incoming ballistic missile take shelter. Uh, this is not a drill, which is the funniest. Oh my god! Part because yeah. you see that and you're like, well, we're all fucked. You're uh, like, holy Hawaii. shit! Missile alert. Let's see. The thing that would bug me about getting an incoming missile alert on my phone is it doesn't tell you where it's coming from. Like, if I have my phone out and it says incoming missile alert, I'll be like, holy crap, a missile is coming. But if it says where it's coming from, that would affect my emergency reaction to it. Because if it's like incoming missile coming from North Korea, like, that's not hitting us. Yeah. They don't have the tech. What, Russia? China? Russia, I'd be like, okay, that's pretty bad. China, I'd be like... Yeah, they got their kind of shit all worked out. But if it was like, I don't know, what what country would have the best missiles besides the U.S.? Ru- Ru- Russia, I think for sure. Okay, yeah. If, if, the most heavily. If it in- said incoming missile from Russia, I'd be like, fuck, they kill a lot of people. They know how to aim their missiles. This is legit in terror. Uh, alert went out around 8, 10 a.m. lighting up phones of people still in bed. Uh, or up for an early surf. Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill, it read. Out uh, for a surf? Which, thanks whatever. for the color, journalist. The, the New York Times. Hey, if you're out for a surf, uh, holding your phone. Fucking, the weird, like, how does something like this go out accidentally? It seems like a very specific See, my alert. thing is, I think somebody shot a missile and they dealt with it, so they're like, <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a mistake, <laughs> old fucking Teddy the intern here. Whoops. <laughs> well, but yeah, in, in the info, like, we know when missiles are launched. Yeah. Like, everyone would have been aware that a missile was actually launched. Would we, though? Yeah, wouldn't we? We've got, like, zillions of satellites fucking orbiting the what planet. If, what if this is what happened? It was, like, some country that I don't want to make a villain of, let's say, one of the ones that hates Trump. So you've got a lot to pick from. What if they're on the phone with Trump? They're like, yeah, back off, bro, or we're going <laughs> to shoot a missile. And Trump's like, yeah, you're not going to shoot a missile. You don't have the balls. You're a shithole country. And then the other country's like, we're not shitholes. And then they launch it. And then Trump's like, shit. All right, uh, fucking, I'll give you what you want. Just call it off. And then they're like, okay, this is what we want. And he's like, okay, here. And then... Trump gives them what they want, and then they just like deactivate, deactivate the um, the missile, and then it just falls somewhere in the ocean, and then they're like, "Yeah, that that missile uh, never actually happened. That was a fake call." Because the beauty about shooting a missile at Hawaii and then getting to call it off is there's a lot of fucking ocean around Hawaii, and nobody's going to be out on a dinghy with their phone videotaping an incoming missile if you're, like, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Okay. All of that is super likely, except for the fact that Trump wasn't working when this happened. He was on a golf course being Trump. Just shooting golf. Fuck. The one so that, piece of that punches. Okay, <laughs> the one time Trump's golfing okay. during his presidency, um, and it's... Who would be the guy who would talk on the phone to another nation? Because we know even if Trump was working, it probably wouldn't be him on the phone. They'd be like, Trump, we're shooting a missile. He'd be like, you fired. I dealt with it, guys. <laughs> you fired. <laughs> we don't believe your weak missile could hit us. 
Should I just talk in the Trump accent? You could not do that. Oh, okay. It's probably uh, stop talking about Trump anyway. It's one of those accents that nobody really does particularly well, and except even for you, Alec Baldwin. Even then, I'm like, "Fuck, shut, shut up!" It's, it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious accent. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Oh, I'd much rather talk in whatever accent this is. All right, that's a great <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, missile alert. Uh, thankfully. Nothing of value was lost uh, to North Korea. If you're listening, please don't blow up Hawaii before I go there and spend all my money in uh, September of this year. Or if you're going to shoot one, shoot one out on the crappy islands. Nobody goes to leave Maui and Oahu alone. Is Oahu the island or is that a city? Goddamn. <sighs> you know what I'm terrible at? Fucking geography. geography. I'm so history. Science. Fucking, I'm already right biology. History. I'm already at history uh, if it's interesting. Re- like, theology. If you're talking about the mm. urbanization of Canada, I don't know any dates. Uh, if you're talking about, say, the Templar Knights, then I can kind of what, be okay real? with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I studied like the Templar Knights and shit in university, and I was like, this is the first time I've ever cared about history. Uh, a girl I work with uh, at Clio mm-hmm. has her master's in medieval history. Medieval? Yeah. No no joke. And... Is that how you say it? That sounds wrong. Medieval? You said medieval. Medieval. Isn't it medieval? Medieval. Isn't it medieval? Are, are we not pronouncing No, we're same? saying it different. You're saying... Medieval. And I'm saying medieval. Medieval. You're you're going hard on the D. <laughs> and I'm, I'm always going hard <laughs> on the D, Dale. Whatever the fuck it is. Uh, she has her master's in it, but she was telling me about all this shit um, that she's like, it sounded like uh, the, what was the Nicolas Cage movie? Na- National Treasure? Yeah. It sounded like the plot to National Treasure. Like her and her dad have been like deciphering these these scripts and like um, unlocking these codas that people used in like. Sounds more like these, the Da Vinci Code. Whatever. Than... No, because that's fucking lame. Well, that, cool. I'm just saying that because he had an actual box that he twisted isn't that about jesus yeah pictures of jesus versus there's no actual treasure yeah whereas national treasure national treasure one of the better nicholas cage movies not about no i don't know if that's true well it's nicholas cage movies so there's like what a handful of good ones face off con air face off wasn't good oh face off was amazing con air was amazing okay adaptation is watchable because the terrible accent Put the bunny. Put the bunny. In the box. In the box. Put the bunny <laughs> in the box. And Malkovich is in that movie. Oh, yeah. Cy- Cyrus the Virus. <laughs> <laughs> um, what Rick- else? And Wicker Man is so bad that it loops around and it's entertaining yeah, to watch. Yeah, I actually, I sincerely enjoyed Wicker Man. Yeah. Um, wait, why are we talking about Nicolas Cage movies? Mm. National Treasure, oh, yeah. Medieval history. history. Yeah. We're doing that thing. Get your red yarn, bud. <laughs> we got to trace, trace some steps. Is that what all loops together? Yeah, dude, like medieval history is legitimately interesting because that was like back when people were batshit crazy and they're just like trying to figure it out. They're like, well, let's just torture people in the worst imaginable way and then maybe we'll get some answers. Un- unlock or- some secrets. You're a witch, and then now they're like, ah, you questioned him too much. Now you hurt his feelings. Now we have to start over. Yeah, can't even waterboard people anymore. Yeah. Back then, they're like, let's make a 
calf out of bronze, put him in the middle, and just boil him alive on the inside. Yeah. Uh, how's he going to tell us his they secrets were... on the inside? Well, <laughs> we actually don't care about secrets. We're just doing this to see what happens. Just think how this will look to people in centuries from yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were definitely... They, uh, it, when it came to torture and shit, like, they, th- this is the Ooh. peak of torture ingenuity yeah, during like, the medieval like, ages. Like, cut a hole in your stomach and then hook up your small intestine and just, like, music box cranks it till it pulls it out. Yeah. Even we could just, like, cut your limbs off or we could tie each of your limbs to a horse yeah. and make those horses run in opposite directions so that yeah. it just rips apart your entire body. Yeah. And, like, what kind of a horse would you have to buy to get that? Because you need one that any, just any horse. takes off at a run. Any horse. Well, I guess they would, like, spook the horse. Yeah, you would scare oh, the horse. Man, that would suck. Yeah. I'm so glad we weren't It'd be really cool ages. to watch, though, I'm going to say. Oh. If there was a video of this on the internet, I would almost definitely watch it. I wouldn't. Like, I'd be disturbed afterwards, but... Uh, I think I've hit the point where I can't watch people die anymore on the internet, like... There's a couple of beheading videos and a couple accident videos. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to watch this again. I can't handle it. So if I would have watched uh, that horse thing before now, maybe I could handle it. But now I can't handle it. It's weird because when I was 19, I used to go to like gore sites and look at all that gross shit. Yeah. Now I'm just like, Ugh. it's a little. Yeah, it, just, it definitely impacts me a lot. Maybe it's a byproduct of aging. Maybe. Maybe somehow our empathy got reestablished and reattached. So Not we, in your case. You're still a shithead. I try to argue that, <laughs> but there is a lot of empirical evidence that would agree with you. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, things that older people who are intelligent don't do, uh, there's a... Have you heard about this? The, the latest craze sweeping the nation? Oh, yeah. The, Tide, Tide pods? Yeah, so... I heard about it, and there's a couple couple things. Um, is it just people, like, joking around, or are people well, actually that's the thing. eating them? Did we talk about this last week? No, we didn't. Uh, what were we talking about where I mentioned uh, Jankum as, as a drug? Because uh, you fermented poo and pee in a bottle. Uh, oh, dirty water. Right. Raw water. Um, so this is a thing now where I'm like... Is this just an internet hoax, or are they legitimately... Because I've, I've seen lots of people being like, hey, don't eat Tide Pods, it's bad yeah. for you. Eating Tide Pods is awful. But I haven't seen anyone being like, hey, check it out, I'm eating these Tide Pods. I think what happened was it became a meme, and people were made jokes, and like they cooked a pizza with Tide Pods on it as a joke. They're like, <laughs> check out my new pizza. And then old people saw memes don't understand what sarcasm and the internet is, and they flipped out, so all these companies did these PSAs about Tide Pods. And the funny thing is, it's just Tide Pods. It's not like any other of the laundry detergent companies. No, I love that Tide has to be just Tide Pods. (laughs) And it's like, I guess they're cool because they're multicolored looking and there there are some videos of people like putting them in their mouth and biting them until they pop open in their mouth and then you have like a guy with like a lab coat being like well the problem with doing this is even if it's a joke you could get burns in your mouth and die if you're stupid and then yeah 
I think that's all it is. And then they brought up the cinnamon challenge. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, that was that was moronic. Uh, there was also uh, uh, wait, what was the cinnamon challenge? Where it was like you took a spoonful of oh, cinnamon, yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> that as, was hilarious. As though. soon as you breathe, breathe, breathed in, breathed in. No, bre- breathed, breathed. As soon as you took a breath, <laughs> the cinnamon would shoot down your throat, and it would choke you, and it would feel like you were dying. Yeah. And most hilarious. Pe- most people who saw maybe one video of this were like, "Well, that sucks. I'm not doing that." And then some other dumb people were like, "You know what? Not enough people have seen me choking on the internet, and I want people to remember my face, especially when it looks like I think I'm dying." Uh, also, the gallon challenge where you just like chug milk until you puked. Uh, that was. I think that was before the internet. That was. Uh, yeah, but it's also. That was something that people did. I never did that. Uh, something that uh, dumb dumb kids do. Yeah. Uh, when I was a a uh, but a wee child. Yeah. I used to drink uh, liquid soap. What? Like okay, so my parents, if I if I swore, yeah, my parents would wash my mouth out with soap yeah. as a deterrent. Yeah. Clearly, that fucking worked. Yeah. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> Way to fucking stop me from swearing. Well, at so, least your mouth was clean. So to get ahead of of the game yeah. there, I would, like, uh, mix... Every time I had a glass of water, I would mix increasingly larger concentrations of liquid soap into it. Yeah. Because so, in my mind, I was building up this tolerance to the taste of soap. This is funny, because this is, like... Half brilliant and half completely stupid. Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's a trend that's continued uh, throughout admire, my entire life. <laughs> you got to admire the ingenuity of young Derek trying to desensitize himself <laughs> like, uh, from drinking. So I'll show you fuckers. But then again, you have to look back and be like, "Well, just <laughs> you're fucking drinking soap. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> maybe just don't swear as much." Yeah. No, I don't. Clearly, yeah, Dale. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll just stop swearing as much. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start doing I mean, that now as a 40-year-old man. I think my dad tried to put soap in my mouth once. But it never worked cuz my dad swore more than anybody. Yeah. I guess let's Your Dad was not The byproduct of being a farmer is you have the mouth of a sailor. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the byproduct of being a sailor. <laughs> That'd be so funny if you went on a ship and they just didn't swear. They're like that's a terrible generalization that we don't appreciate sailors don't swear we're actually very eloquent and kind to each other could you imagine that'd be hilarious uh yeah like i can't find anyone actually eating tide pods yeah i think what it was was somebody told an old person they were eating tide pods and then old people just lost their shit yeah because this definitely seems like something they do look delicious, though. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh. No, that's not. Look at this shit. Oh, Watch sleight this. of hand. Watch this. Tide pod. And then, oh. Wait. What's that? I think. Is that one? Oh, we might have our first. All that is. Real. Uh, yeah, it looks like a pod. Hard to tell. Anyways, children, 
If you're fucking do it, do it. Eat the Tide Pods. Eat all the Tide yeah, Pods. If They're you're old you. enough to understand us telling you not to eat a Tide Pod and you still eat a Tide Pod, then that's your own fucking problem. Go eat Tide Pods. Eat all the Tide Pods you can. Uh, they if, are actually delicious and they will give you a huge dick. Yes, uh, or and, vagina. Or, uh, <laughs> or whatever. Wait, that doesn't go. Wait, whatever females <laughs> want, that's the equivalent of a huge they dick. They will give you a huge vagina. They will increase the size of your labias. <laughs> Is that something girls like? Jesus Christ, Dale. Oh, wait, boobs. It'll make your boobs bigger. There you go, yeah. Uh, attention teens, eating Tide Pods will make you attractive and give you uh, more appealing genitals. Please eat all the Tide Pods. Ironically, the chemicals in Tide Pods would probably actually give you bigger breasts, but yeah. it would probably only be in men. Yeah. Also, <laughs> while it murdered you, <laughs> it's like it would give you bigger breasts in correlation to the rest of your body, which was decomposing because you just be dead. Like, all your insides you're would a shoot person. out, so your like stomach would get flat. Yeah. It'd be a good weight loss. And like project. honestly, I I prefer the Tide Pod thing to like. Uh, having to watch like a thousand Harlem Shake videos again. Oh my god! Uh, or what was what was the other recent like? There was the Harlem Shake. There was the uh, there was all that dumb shit like planking and oh planking. Uh, and it's funny how like how strong it comes on and then how fast it's gone. Oh yeah, yeah. like fidget spinners. Fidget spin. Yeah, same thing, man. About, like we haven't had like a good internet trend uh, in in 2018 yet. Well, I guess this this would be the first one. Yeah. I mean, as far as it goes, it's pretty weak because, I don't know, it seems like it's already been kiboshed before it started. Thanks, non-fun old people Yeah, telling kids to be responsible and not die. Well, everyone just fucking, yeah, spends all their energy complaining about Trump now instead yeah. of uh, doing cool shit. Thanks, Trump. You're watering down our internet trends. Uh, mailbags suck this. Oh, I want to talk about this. Mailbag. Uh, mailbag. Mailbag. I do want to talk about the uh, Mark Mark Wahlberg, Michelle Williams thing. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Wait, what's... What are you... What are you... Mark Wahlberg. Why are you doing that? I don't know. Why do we do anything so people pay attention to us and <laughs> laugh? True, true. Fuck. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, Fuck, what was that movie they were shooting with Kevin Spacey where they were like, oh, Kevin Spacey raped a kid and now we got to take him out of this movie that's like uh, two months out from being... All the money in the world. All the money in the world, thank you. Which I didn't even know Mark Wahlberg was in yeah. until this came up. I just knew it was Kevin Spacey and he had yeah. been replaced by Christopher Plummer. Oh, no, that's not how you say it. It's Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer. Is he, a sir? Is he one of those old English actors who's a sir? Where you have to say, Sir I think you might actually be knighted. Christopher yes. Plummer. Christopher. Sir Christopher. Oh, wait. Maybe he's not. Do you say, Sir Plummer? Uh, he has. Oh, what, what the fuck? What? He's Canadian. Wait, is he dead? No. Wait, Christopher Plummer's Canadian? Why did I think he was British? Anyway. Because his name is Christopher Plummer. True. Uh, and if he was a Canadian, he'd be like Chris Plumdog. Christopher Plummer. Plumdog. Uh, so they had to reshoot uh, Kevin Spacey's shit in this movie, uh, which was no small part because apparently he had a pretty major role. Uh, when they went to do reshoots, uh, Mark Wahlberg and Michelle Williams, both of whom are also in this movie, apparently. Yeah. Michelle Williams was like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, whatever. Reshoots, just get Kevin Spacey out of the movie. Mark Wahlberg, business genius, says, I'm not doing this. 
for anything less than one and a half million dollars on top of whatever the fuck else you already paid me. Which I he said, hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg here. Hey. <laughs> no, I totally side with Mark Wahlberg. Like, like if you want to just fucking throw up the flags and virtue signal because you're taking Spacey out of your movie and I have to do a whole bunch of extra work that takes away from me shooting other movies like Daddy's Home 3 or <laughs> other... Or Wait, the did wrong they make Daddy's Home? Two. No, they made Daddy's Home 2. They came out this Well, Christmas. I was going to say, yeah, did they make yeah. Daddy's Home 2? But Mark Wahlberg doesn't have time for your bullshit trying to be a nice guy. He's a guy. successful burger franchisee. <laughs> <laughs> he makes burgers. I don't have time for this. I gotta go make some Wahlburgers. <laughs> Fucking Donnie tells me not to do it. Uh, like I can't, I can't knock the guy for requesting money in exchange for work he was doing. Yeah, uh, he was uh, villainized in the press. Uh, I, so everyone tried to like frame it like this uh, gender pay gap in Hollywood, yeah. which don't get me wrong, real thing, totally exists. Whatever. How about you talk about how women just don't exist in Hollywood after thirty? Yeah. Like, that's that's also a good. Uh, the, there's the pay gap because as soon as women get to a certain age, they are no longer people viable. People don't want to see them in a movie unless you're James J- James Duty Dench. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, that that's that's a valid Duty point. Dench. Duty Dench. Duty <laughs> Dench. Uh, but so everyone tried to frame it as like this gender pay gap, where like, oh, Michelle Williams only got a thousand dollars and Mark Wahlberg got one point five million dollars, and I'm like, that's. Even for, like, a gender pay gap, that's yeah. fucking stupid. Also, Michelle Williams does not touch the star quality of Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't have the name name recognition. Was she ever an underwear model with fucking washboard abs? Did she ever have a funky bunch? Was she ever in the movie The Big Hit? Oh, man. Yeah. That was an excellent movie. Right? Also, what was the one? How uh, many Italian job movies was she in? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was the one he was in, like, that pretty much launched his career, where he was, like, the stalker, uh, boyfriend? Oh, oh. Primal Fear? Uh, n- n- wasn't, was it just Fear? Primal Fear was, like, the Richard Gere movie. Yeah, it was Fear, where he, like, punched himself. Yeah! He's like, oh, the standing on the me. street, doing the, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did Michelle Williams ever bruise her chest by punching it? She might have. Yeah, she probably did. Uh, anyway, so started out this gender pay gap thing. Then it was like, oh, Mark Wahlberg's an asshole for asking for money when Michelle Williams, uh, the the noble hero, uh, heroine, I guess, yeah. that donated she is, her time. Donated her time just to get this kid diddler out of a movie. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, today, uh, Mark Wahlberg, like, backed up against a wall, uh, said that he would donate his $1.5 million salary to the uh, the Me Too movement. Mother, who uh, gets money for the Me Too movement? Well, that's the, um, I'm like, is this an actual, like... Does Rose McGowan re- just get it? Is this, like, a, a registered charity thing now? Yeah. Or, uh, like or maybe he was just like, I'll just give money to Me Too, and then nobody can actually figure out how to give money to me too so he just gets to keep it no he's like oh i meant i would give the money to me too (laughs) (laughs) on top of all the other money okay but i definitely am still siding with mark Wahlberg because say you go to a job 
and they're like, hey, that uh, I'll just use TPS report because it's a throw throwback line to uh, Office Space. They're like, yeah, yeah. Hey, your uh, TPS report that you spent uh, three months on. Well, apparently a kid diddler put his name on it, so we have to get you to rewrite a large portion of this TPS report. And since we're obviously being super generous, we're and uh, we're trying to like show how good of guys we are by getting rid of this. We want you to do this for no more extra money. And that other TPS report you're gonna do it just has to go on hold because we have to go back and write this one. Yeah. Like if you put take it into, a walk, buddy. Pay like, me if you put it into uh, an actual quantifiable thing that people can relate to. They're like, "Fuck yeah, I wouldn't work for more money just because another guy's a dickhead." Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, here, here's the thing: we're going into like awards season in Hollywood now. Mm. Uh, the globe, go- the Globe and Globes, Glo- the Globes and Globes, the Globe and Globes just happened. The Academy Globes. Whole night was like uh, all this like Me Too stuff and and women stuff and like uh, uh, no, so it's like an overcorrection so women get more. Awards. Well, okay, so here's Just like here's the, the okay, so I Oscar's will say so black or white. It's it's not an overcorrection so much because I don't think women like there wasn't even a woman nominated for uh, best director. Are there women directors? Good question. There, there was one of a film that actually won Best Picture, but yeah. she wasn't nominated for Best Director. I don't know, but we have all this stuff where like people are taking jabs at like, like oh, there weren't women nominated for Best Director. Like Natalie Portman, like took a she was announcing it on stage. She was like yeah. all five of these men or something, yeah. and then we see shit like James Franco winning an award for whatever the disaster artist that he did yeah. uh and then like immediately after that all these sexual assault allegations come out against james franco really uh not sexual assault so much as like he was like creepy with women and he was creepy with 17 year old women mm. in general as an adult uh like I, I don't know if he raped anyone but he definitely was like pretty sleazy yeah. Uh, and I think, like, yeah, going going into, like, this is just, this is fucking Hollywood now. Like, I would be really fucking surprised if award shows uh, make it through 2018 without just having people be like, well, fuck this. Well, <laughs> this is even, not working anymore. They shouldn't even exist right now because it's basically, like, just this, like, superficial congratulatory pat on the back for, and, like, it's not, like, you make a good movie, it gets up for award. No, you have to do all, you have to jump through all these hoops to get your movie considered. You have to show it in certain theaters. You have to like uh, champion your movie by putting money into all this other stuff. So it's actually this long, hard process to get your movie to be up for awards. And then they're all like, oh yeah, this guy who paid money and did all these hoops, he won. And then you're like, oh sweet, thanks, I'm super famous and now I get to put this on my mantle. Lost my train of thought. No, that was good. They That's are super, definitely <laughs> yeah. Like, has the winner of a Golden Globe ever affected the way you consume entertainment? No, it's it definitely affects like their their paycheck and their like yeah their value going forward. Uh, as, yeah, as, oh, like, like a, it's it's kind of like um, a certification for them. Yeah. It's like in a job you would get training and then you'd get a piece of paper that says you received that training and then you could bargain for more wages from your boss. And like this, they're like, 
I won this award, you will probably get more people to watch your movie if a person who won this award is in your movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is, it is very much, uh, just this, like, uh, masturbatory, self-congratulatory thing that Hollywood does, and, like, given the state of Hollywood right now, and all the shit that's going on there. all that sexual fucking weird shit that's been happening for the last years. Yeah, I might just, like, not give people an opportunity to, like focus all the conversation in the world around all this awful shit for like yeah. a week at, around, yeah. <laughs> for this awards show. Like yeah. maybe we just like mail out the awards this year uh, and, and forego all the bullshit and maybe come back in like uh, 2025 when yeah. people stop raping or sexually be harassing like, people. Okay. We managed to drain the swamp and got rid of absolutely every man who had any power in Hollywood and started bringing them up again so now we have these new guys and new women who hopefully haven't touched anybody. Let's <laughs> try to get a movie made and see if anything comes up. And then yeah. I'm going to be really curious. Uh, and again, this is something I think I've said once before. I didn't take as much heat for it as I thought. But once we see uh, the the pendulum of power swing back uh, or, or swing, I guess, for the first time towards women, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if we're going to start seeing uh, these stories about, like, women being really fucking awful and sexually harassing men and what, you're shaking your head. No, no? That won't happen. You don't think so? Because dudes are horny and gross, and if a woman tries to sexually harass most men, they'll be like, meh. True. I'll take it. I mean... It, it depends how you do it, though, right? If it's violent, yes. Like, if a guy gets roofied and he, like, says, this girl roofied me, that, that does happen. But if a girl, like, corners, like, a bad, like, a Bill Cosby, a girl could do that to a guy. Yeah. Like, roofie him and then Absolutely. have sex with him when he's passed out. But it would be hard for a girl to, say, Louis C.K. harass a guy where she just corners him in the corner and, like, fingers herself is like, yeah, you like that, you dirty little dickhead, nah. And then the guy would be like, that's hilarious. Well, I would. (laughs) You're a special case, Maybe I'm attributing my personality to all these guys, but I guess a lot of guys would be offended. I could think of lots of people who I wouldn't want to see uh, masturbate in front of me. Yeah. Like, okay, like Roseanne Barr. Yeah, but if Roseanne Barr did that, like, say you go to a movie and Roseanne Barr does that to you, and then do you go home and be like, <laughs> Roseanne Barr just did the craziest thing? Or do you like, you know, me to it and like be like Roseanne Barr sexually assaulted me? And I think oh. I think also, too, there's also a, like most of these went unreported because of the stigma. Like the girls didn't want to like put themselves out there and be singled out and be told called liars. Well, like, they are, yeah, have your think career about, fucked. Or... Think about if a guy did that. Like, say, some guy who's semi-famous right now, semi-famous actor was like, Roseanne Barr cornered me and showed me her tits, and it was very traumatic, and I just wanted to tell everybody to let them know that she's a terrible person. Like, are they taking away Roseanne Barr's movies from that? Does Roseanne Barr still make movies? No. Okay, she's that bad hypothetical. Yeah. Who's... This is also another thing, because as soon as women get old, they're just fucking kicked out of Hollywood. Here, well, But here's the thing. You're assuming that this is all happening in a world where 
the balance of power is kind of still tipped in favor of the men and th- mm. and decisions like that are. St- I, I'm saying we're totally inverting the roles now. Like, oh yeah, like, like this is the beginning of the end of uh, men's historical dominance uh, in Hollywood. And, yeah, and sh- even not in Hollywood. I think in general, like across all fucking industries. Uh, you know, it's been in Hollywood, it's been in the press, it's been in music, oh, yeah. it's been in... Uh, and it's not just limited to entertainment, it's been in tech, it's been in other places. So we are going to see, uh, very much so, uh, a world where uh, the power structure is, is now tipping uh, more in favor of women. So will we see... I guess co- corruption uh, in women rise as as well. Yes, it's my curious. I would say I would agree with you. Yeah, we will see it because at the end of the day, women are still people and people are garbage. Yeah, like is it is it the power that makes these people shitty or is it the penis? I think it's mostly the power, but maybe like the penis just kind of opens the door a little bit. Like the power, you open the door. But maybe the penis, like, means you constantly have your foot in the door, so you're more willing to open it and just be a shitty person. Maybe it's just, like, I don't know. I think it's also just, like, your man hormones or whatever just make you crazy. Scientifically speaking, of course. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> it's no arguments yeah. there. Uh, oh, yeah, let's right. go to the mailbag now. Now, there really wasn't... Uh, let's do a jingle for the mailbag. Mailbag, eat some Tide Pods and your mailbag will grow. <laughs> mailbag. <laughs> mailbag. Uh, we got nothing. Uh, cleaning ladies. Uh, Senator Warren fighting for fair wages for Americans with disabilities. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Uh, we've, we're, we're an hour and 15 minutes in. That turned into a, a pretty nuanced discussion on uh, gender roles there. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. That's, I think our audience very much appreciates every time we attack the gender role dynamic I, of our society. I don't I don't think anyone even People listens, come up to me on far. the street and they're like, Dale, I listen to your podcast. And when it comes to gender roles, you could be considered a scientist. Because oh, we are going to. You know uh, what fuck. the fuck's going on. Whatever. We talked for too long. Margaret Atwood, uh, who's like the original feminist, uh, Ugh, is in major Atwood. heat for coming in. Margaret Atwood. Margaret Atwood. Another Canadian. I'm the most boring author you've ever read. Dude, she's written some good shit, man. Her science fiction stuff. Have pretty you good. read it? Yeah. It's so boring. Actually, uh, this is going to be the most pretentious thing I've ever said on the podcast. But when I was trying to discover my writer's voice, I used a little bit of Margaret Atwood in it because she overly explains stuff with small, intricate details that most other authors don't put in. Tell me more about your author's voice, Dale. And Do you that, really want to know? That whole... Okay, my author's voice, when I was developing this in journalism school, was for when I write articles and stuff, is was a mixture of Margaret Atwood... A tiny bit of, um, who's that guy who wrote uh, The Gonzo Journalist? Oh, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, I used him because if you're trying to do any satire or anything, you got to read Hunter S. Thompson because he does a remarkable job of self-deprecating and making fun of other people because one of the mistakes most writers do when they try to make fun of other stuff is they don't make fun of themselves and then they just come off as a giant dickhead. So I took Hunter S. Thompson, Margaret Atwood, and this was a long time ago. Remember that uh, magazine Stuff? Yep. 
I kind of took a little bit of that of their serious like news articles, mixed that all in there, and then put some Dale in it. Whatever happened to those magazines, like Maxim stuff? I'd imagine they still sell about 12 copies a month, and they probably just fucking exist in a diminished role. Probably just the same thing as newspapers. Like, wow, nobody buys these. So they probably have maybe good websites or the parent companies who publish them pulled right back. Which is weird because you figure magazines would be the ones that would benefit the most off of the internet because it costs so much money to print magazines on that glossy expensive paper and pay all the writers and like get those physical copies out. You figure that if they could just take all their content providers and put it online, that they would save all this money. But somehow they just fucking dropped the ball. Did you find anything? Well, yeah, Maxim, the website still exists, and I'm just reading about how Game of Thrones season eight episodes could all be movie length. So, pretty exciting stuff there. Uh, whatever. If you have any opinions on any of the dumb shit that came out of our mouths, uh, and if you disagree with something Dale said, you're probably wrong. Yeah, you are absolutely wrong. How dare you? Uh, tweet us at Outrage Fact Pod or tweet at me personally. I am at Herder. I am at Superdalebot. Uh, like us on Facebook. Do the other thing that we tell. Oh, donate to us on uh, Patreon. Pa- Patreon. Uh, if you have been listening to our podcast and you have enjoyed it, uh, or even if you hated it, we would love for you to take a few minutes, go on iTunes or Google Play or write a review. And rate um, us. Yeah. Like, not hot or not rate us, because that was very traumatic for me. You and can write about how hot I am in I your review. didn't need to be told how meanly, or how unattractive I was that meanly. So if you could just... Yeah, fuck it. Just be mean. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, mean. Write, write a five-star review talking about how pretty I am and how ugly Dale is. Uh, we but really how much funnier it. I am. Because I care fuck. more about yeah, you do. You my do sense of that. humor than my looks. You have that edge. As anybody who's seen me can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, and until next week. I love you all. Stay angry.